Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Jizz Talking for a Sunday. We have the great Raven Bellis, and she is from the Show Me State. And I tell you what, she just leaned back in her chair about a second ago, and there was plenty of Show Me right there, wasn't there, Raven? <laughs> you, are you put us all in a state. <laughs> you, are, you are fresh off of an appearance at Exotica in Miami. Now, how did that go for you? It was amazing, amazing. Uh, I what, love going to Miami. What what booth or what area were you in? Uh, with my free cams. Okay. All right. Now, how long have you been a part of that? I know you were in Chicago as well, too. Yes. Um, I've been a part of my free cams since 2018. Okay. And and how's that? Start off. Start off. Let's go back a little bit. Start okay. off uh, in the beginning. How did you decide? Mm, I think this is what I'll do. I just decided I was all about body positivity with, with being a bigger BBW woman. Um, so I went for the whole Instagram body positivity, you know, fighting the whole Instagram crap back in 2015. Um, and then I didn't realize that people would want more. Like I just posted myself in lingerie dresses and then people just kept wanting more and more. So I finally looked into it and, and now here we are. <laughs> so, so you've done then, so you started uh, My Free Cams in about 2000, what year? 2018. Okay. And you've built uh, a following naturally if you're in Exotica. Oh, yeah. Yes. How do people, I, I haven't worked with My Free Cams, but how do people, do you have like subscribers or they know you're going to be on or how does that whole thing work? Yep. So basically they're going to, they're going to add you. So they're notified every time you're on, they have um, like a space. It's called like a, my free cam space type area where you can post videos and they can do monthly subscriptions. Um, but it's also a way to get people. My biggest thing is to grab people's attention to, to bring them over to my Twitter. Cause I post more on my only fans and many vids than I do on the spaces. Okay, so so you're using Twitter more or less as your home base and then spreading it from there. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. That, you know, anymore, that's what people are doing. They're they're pitching uh, maybe what you might call the free content or, uh, hey, you can see more of me on and then that. Right. And so, and so that's worked well for you then. Absolutely. But how many Twitter followers do you have? Uh, 32.8K, I think. Good. Excellent. Yeah. That's nice. I do have a picture from uh, Exotica. This is, see, this is kind of a unique thing because um, this is your booth, or this is uh, you and yes. who, who were you with here? Oh, goodness. That is, oh, my goodness. I have to remember her name. I apologize. A girl with purple hair and big I boots. had just met her, and I was like, oh, my gosh, she is gorgeous. I have to get my picture with her. Um, she is with the Chatterbait booth. Okay. Yeah, that's <sighs> Okay, so you see right in back of you, right to the to the to the right of you, there's the big splotch, the jizz talking splotch. Yes. That's that's our booth. That uh, I was working with uh, signatures after dark, and so that was our booth at uh, Exotica. So that's what caught my attention of you was awesome. I thought anybody who poses in front of our booth has to be a good person. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Sean Elliott's with us. Sean's a, a former and <clears throat> star of uh this and that and anyway uh he worked with the big names back in the 80s and uh, uh you've been going to exotica lately sean how, how's the mood there and did you see raven 
Uh, hey, Patrick. Good to see you. Hi, Raven. Hello. Uh, yeah, I was at, you look familiar. I know the girl with the, next to you because the hair, you know, it stood out there. And um, I, I've been going to Exotica for about, oh, let me see, two Chicago's, two Miami's, two DC's going this year. So probably six or seven, maybe a year and a half. And um, uh, they pulled me back in. Somebody found me a few years ago. And so I put, put the regular life off and brought this guy back. And it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, even doing a little work now. So it's really fun. But um, uh, I think I saw you there. I knew some people at Chatterbait. We ended up, as a matter of fact, oh, I can't think of her name right now. It's a little red hair. She's a doll. She was actually in our room. Uh, she goes out with, uh, well, she's close with uh, Capita, with uh, Jay from Why Not? And she, I think, works at Chatterbait, too, but I just can't think of her name. And um, there, we had a chance to go to the party because it's a, you know, you have to know somebody or be part of it. But no, we had somebody that had their own party that they were building a studio. And let me tell you, <laughs> I got there. They had three Mercedes limousines, Raven, Patrick, and everybody listening, took us to this big place. And we, it's one o'clock in the morning. And all of a sudden, they're still painting the place. My friend, Mickey Lynn's uh, husband, Joey, started grilling burgers there because they didn't have the guy and the chef there. So we get out of a limo and all of a sudden there's no air conditioning. It's 100 degrees out in Miami. You were there. And I said, I'm going to be the fucking chatterbait party. What am I doing here? So I got right back into the limo. And they're going, where are you going? I says, I'm out of here. You can't go. I says, I'm out of here. And I immediately went back and uh, all of you were over at the party already. So I went back to the bar and saw a bunch of us and just hung out there for a while. But Miami was fun. We were at booth 231 and 229, uh, I think, at 231 with Mickey Lynn and Coral and Jewel. And she, uh, Coral is my bud. And, uh, well, they both are, but she's all about sex positive. I mean, she mentors on it and everything there. So, um I think I'd like to put you guys together to chat sometime. I mean, she's, she, this is, this is her thing. She got back in the industry, but she's, she's all about mentoring and sex positive and she's very networked into the system and, and uh, also a good friend and great tits. <laughs> That's my story. And if you look at Sean Elliott, go to the eighties, everybody's old now, but me, you'll see some really good stuff. <laughs> That's right, my thanks. story. All right. Thanks, Sean. Uh, yeah. Alex was with us. Alex, Alex came to Iowa here. Last weekend, we spent some time together. So, Alex, a question for Raven. Yeah, um, I was wondering, how did you get into uh, camming in the adult industry? So, I was reached out to in 2020 with Pure BBW, Christian XXX, um, and he asked if I would be interested in doing a professional scene. Um, so, I did my first professional scene with him in 2020, and I absolutely loved it. Like, I will not turn back. Like, I am full game, like, headstrong <laughs> um and now i've had the privilege of working with plumper pass which my new scene drops on friday so excited about um but i think it was just more so i had so many people coming at me wanting to see more and where they could view more and i had talked to other girls and they were all about the the camming and 
I was like, well, I'll try it. And I, I loved it. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. It's tough in camming more than shooting content because you can make good money, but you have to work so much. I mean, you've got Absolutely. Real- you've just got to compete. And I mean, uh, you almost get tired of seeing um, on, on Twitter, find me on my free cams or find me on chat. I mean, it's, it's a, you have to make it a regiment to post or it's like you drift out of people's, you know, viewfinder. And it's, it's, it's a tough deal. Yes. Um, got to pull them back in. Yeah, there you uh, do, you, go. do you shoot content too? Do you like? Will you do scenes and things like that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought I heard that, but I wasn't positive. Cool. There you go, Sean. There you go. Uh, I'm full. I'm so full, but I'll always take more. Switch over to Cartrell's with us. Cartrell, question for Raven. Yeah, I'm, I'm only going to ask one question because tonight I'm busy. I got to interview somebody in like an hour or something. So, what I wanted to ask this is like. How's it like being a BBW in the business? Do you do you feel respected, or do you get like some disrespect from some people? So I have been thankful enough to where I haven't had too much disrespect. Um, recently, I've kind of felt used by somebody that I've worked with, but I'm not the type of person to like broadcast it or make it known because I think it's horrible that everybody's against everybody in the industry. And I don't see why we can't all just get along, support each other. We have everybody else against us. So, like, why put other people down? Like, I don't care if you're trans, gay, bi, straight, whatever you are. I'm not going to put you down. I don't care your size. I don't care your defaults. I don't – it doesn't bother me. And I I was supposed to work with a certain person in Miami and never reached out and i just felt like we've worked before and worked before and worked before and i just felt that they were just ignoring the fact <laughs> like i felt used in the beginning of their career and now i'm nobody to them <laughs> but other than that i've never really been put down for my size or for anything else everybody's pretty respectful yeah, good question thanks Cartrell. i mean in a world where you've got um society looking down on a certain segment you know you don't need that bullshit either i mean you just don't need it and right. why we can't be all pulling on the same rope for people is beyond me um i i guess i can see there's some cattiness there's always going to be some cattiness anytime you get three women together there's going to be one one that's out and i mean it's it's like three women in the office um <laughs> you you have one that's going to be just out. But, I mean, in the end, they all pull together on the same rope for the business or for the industry or whatever. And um, sure, you're going to have disagreements with people. Everybody does. But it's how you pull it back together after the disagreement and, and, and work forward. I just don't understand that. And, and uh, I'm glad. My, thought, my thoughts on that, if I may, yeah. was, and I've said this on the show before, when when I was working, I want to take you there. I went to school and walked 12 miles for that. But when we worked in the Golden Age, it was a smaller community. And you rooted for people. And I remember a very well-known actress, she still is, Annie Sprinkle, told me, because I, I was also mainstream, uh, different mainstream than what you think now. It's like mainstream, mainstream, like soap operas and stuff like that. And I didn't want to be known back in those days in this world. And... So I did four years and did some really good stuff, I've been told. And um, uh, she said to me, 
one day because I said, you know, Annie, I only did like about 12 movies, 11, 12 movies and stuff like that. And she said, you can do one movie or a thousand. She goes, this is family. And that always stuck with me. And like anything else, Patrick was talking to three girls in the office, could be three guys, whatever. This person here, usually when you start reading, everybody has a cadence in the real world. And this is a real world too. And once their cadence gets found out, you find out they're full of shit. Usually it takes care of themselves because I, I hope you don't get, you've been in it four years, so you're a vet. But for the most part, to your point, you said you shouldn't be jaded by this. And most people are good. Most people root for you and root for themselves because we're all trying to enjoy what we do. And there's another person that uh, uh, James Bartlet says that we like money and we like to fuck. And I mean, that's, that's the business. And we like to, and we're, we're, we want to present ourselves in, uh, with class at the same time. If you find somebody that maybe was working with you on the way down, and then eventually somebody's going to work with them and go higher and shut them out. So there's going to be people like this. And I say, screw them. Most people aren't like that. So just keep doing what you're doing. Sounds like you got a great attitude. I love when you said, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus. That's, that's, Patrick's like that too. We don't publicly. Now, if you want to send us private messages and tell us who the asshole is, that's fine. <laughs> but, I would expect that. <laughs> we would expect that. But, but uh, well, it actually protects other people too. But um, it, it's good uh, what you do. You see, you, you got a real wholesomeness about your cutest hell. I, my question before I take all of his hour minutes from you, uh, what did you do before you got in this business as far as work? Or so You're young. I'm not going to ask your age, but <laughs> when you got a school, did you get a job? What were you doing in the other life? Um, so I was, I worked in an office. I was always behind a computer desk. Um, and then I grew up, had family, stayed home for a little bit. And then that's what really brought me to the light of there's another life out there that I could be doing. And I dipped my feet in it and I have no turning back. Now, like now I still do this and I have a job. I bartend, cool. um, but it's more so to just keep me, keep me active and socially active. I can't not be out of the house. <laughs> right, right. It would go crazy. Um, Sean, I bet she gets some great tips. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> she only takes tips. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> well, I know how hard that is, too. My daughter is a bartender, so I get that. But that's cool. It's social. But there was that gal I told you about that I met at Exotica at, uh, uh, at Chatterbait, and she proceeded to say, uh, we don't usually talk money, but the younger generation doesn't seem to care. She goes, I have to work my ass up, but I made 135000 last year. Coraline couldn't believe it. Because I tell some of the people that I know that – maybe MILFs and people that had been in the business before or new ones, sometimes when times were tough, go camp maybe. And um, she don't want to do it because she says it's, it's too much work. It's, it's, it really takes so much of your time. So I'm glad you have the time and stamina to go out and bartend and still do this. Because I think that what we said before, Patrick, in the cam world, from what I'm understanding, you've got to put the hours in to grab that base and tie in your to your mini vids and all that, but you've got to get everybody on you. You've got, and when they, I mean, I see Coraline just in her thing with the, every minute on the phone. So I can imagine that that's happening to you while you're even in the Zoom session, that they're just contacting you. 
Oh, yes. Um, the other thing is, is people don't realize you have to be consistent, like your timing, because you're, follow, you're following on cam or people that are on at the same time every day. And it's like, right. I can't just say, nope, not going to get on at 10 a.m. I'll be on at 10 p.m. Because then you're, you're reaching out to a whole different genre or different type of people at that time of night. What do you think of sites like, uh, like Strip Chat and things like that? I personally have never looked into it. Um, the only ones I've looked into is uh, uh, My Free Cams, Chatterbait, and I've just recently have heard some really good things about Streammate, which I've looked, I've, I've kind of looked into it, but I haven't took the plunge yet. You must but, have talked to somebody at Exotica. One of the girls mentioned that because I, I heard some people talking about that site too. Yeah. Where were you staying? Were you at the host hotel? Yes. Yes. Were you at the bar at night? Um, a little bit, not too much. I hung out by the pool a lot. I like being in the water. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, we yeah, you were so good. <laughs> I should have gone to the pool more. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, any other questions for Raven? Um, yeah. What What's the hardest thing about uh, the promoting of uh, your content and whatnot? The hardest thing for me is finding new things to reach new people is you have to really change it up to like reach a whole different like because I guess a whole different category of people I see I seen one girl that got super creative this week and I was so jealous because it was really good she did stuff with like pool like little pool toys and I'm like what that's awesome um but that's the thing is you have to be so creative with what you're doing to catch catch people's attention and not just mock everything else that you're seeing and I think that's the biggest part is creativity. How has, how has camming and uh, how has camming changed from let's say uh, twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty two? So, I guess for me it hasn't been too bad. I since I've done it before twenty twenty. Um, you got through COVID. No, it's a hard one. Um, it's been a little slower this year than it was last year because not as many people are at home. And I have seen a big effect since all the price changings. And I've noticed like monthly, like you'll see like at the end of the month, it's way slower than at the beginning of the month. Beginning of the month, everybody's headstrong. And at the end of the month, it slows down a little bit for me. Hmm. Interesting. I, I don't... Um... I don't really have like a the reason 15, for it, but it's just weird. Because <laughs> they got paid. <laughs> you right. know, like the first. All the school teachers get paid to the first of the month. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but the 30th, you know, shit. Do I go to Kroger and get the milk, or do I watch Raven Bell and jerk off? I mean, it's it's a tough call here. I don't like milk. <laughs> I don't like milk. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, I watched you on Twitter, and I've seen some stuff, and then, of course, I went through all the Exotica pictures. What I did was I just type in Exotica Chicago and then latest post. I went through every post of everything that was posted from Chicago. And I reached out to a lot of those people who were there. And then the same thing I did with Exotica Miami uh, several months before Miami. And then I, I saw you again. I thought, well, you've yes. been there. So that's how I'm going to do that. So anyway, I'm so this glad was, you're This was my second year doing the Exoticas. I went to Chicago Miami and New Jersey last year. This year, I plan on going to Jersey. It's still kind of Jersey. I'll be I'll be You'll be I'll in be Jersey. Jersey. He'll be yeah. he'll be by the pool. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as nice in Jersey.
October, so no pool time. <laughs> no pool time, but we'll find some time. Come to Jersey. It should be, it should be good. They say Jersey. I haven't been. The, the one place I didn't go was Jersey, but a lot of them told me that uh, Jersey has been the most productive as far as I've business. Had a it was a lot of fun last year. Um, I'm kind of based in it. I've had a few people reach out. Um, so I think I'll probably end up there. I'm waiting to hear back from somebody if she wants cool. to go with me. I just re yeah. I don't like to travel alone, especially whenever there's a lot of people, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they're not giving those fucking hotel rooms away. No. 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 That's the deal is you almost got to split with somebody because it's – and then, like, the good thing in um, – uh, Chicago, they had a hide a bed or something. Anyway, you could put a guy on the couch, so you at least could split it three ways. Yes. Yeah. That, Jesus, those rooms are fucking expensive. Um, yeah. That's you know, I, that's what Herschel and I did. Herschel Savage and I did in Chicago was I brought him. Uh, pretty much the split was four hundred apiece because the, the total of the room was almost eight hundred, and uh, I just brought uh, four hundred dollars worth of shit for him to sign, and I sold that in advance, and then that. He didn't have to come up with any money on that, thank God. And so he just could sign all the autographs and, and do all that, and, and uh, that's how he works. So Now, do you sign photos at the booth, or you just do the cam stuff? Just the cam stuff. I have business cards that I'll sign the back of them if people want them. Um, I, have, I haven't yet done the photos, um, maybe in the future. <laughs> and that's, and I'll, I'll kind of re-summarize the crux of our group, the crux of why you're not seeing 2,500 people in this room is because we just make it available to the, do the live chat uh, through our group on Facebook. And okay. so, and it's an autograph group. You might have uh, pro football autograph collectors, pro baseball autograph collectors. You might reach out and get a Steve-O signed uh, picture that's got a picture of his dick on there. Anyway. Nice. Uh, so, <laughs> Just got that there. I met Steve O like two weeks ago. Anyway, I love uh, it. and he met his dick two and a half weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dick got there a half you know a half hour before he did. Anyway, uh, so there was no autograph place for adult stuff. And so I create helped create this uh, this Facebook private group. And um, so we've got a database of public addresses, like so if you got a P.O. box or a, a mailbox is RS or whatever like that. We put your name and your address in there, and then people can, and a price, and people can reach out and, and send you the money, and uh, you send them back a photo autograph. So whenever, really you, awesome. now, whenever you do that, let us know, and we'll certainly get include you. Awesome. That sounds good. But uh, this um, this little podcast goes on to uh, jizztalking.com, and then it goes to 17 different uh, podcast venues. Mm-hmm. So by tomorrow morning, you're going to be on Spotify, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio. And my my best friend's wife says, just talking better not be on iHeartRadio. I said, <laughs> too late. So, <laughs> so I don't think she's ever listened to it. If she is, if she ever listened to it, hi, Dawn. <laughs> but uh, I don't think she did. But uh, so let's talk a little bit about what scenarios you use in your um, in your camming now, like you take requests, you take how how do you come up with ideas? That has to be you can't have the same old shit every day, right? Well, maybe you do, but anyway, I would think like you said, you got somebody you saw uh, getting off of the pool noodle. Um, how how do you come up with ideas? Um, so last night at work, I came up with an idea just by seeing other people like somebody had come up to me with a glow stick and I was like, 
I could totally make a glow stick, stick sexy. <laughs> let's let's do it. <laughs> so, I mean, you're just going to think of everyday items yeah. and things. I mean, obviously not items you're going to hurt yourself with. But some Look at all the colors. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I get, Like I've done, um, like I've painted my titties for Halloween, Jacqueline on titties. Um, we've done like stuff with like, gotta do red, bombs. white, and blue for July 4th. Yes, I mean, you have to. I've done the smoke bombs, like we bought big smoke bombs for 4th of July and stuff. You can yeah. see all that on like OnlyFans. I keep most of that stuff to OnlyFans. Um, it's just trying to keep up with whatever's going on in that time. I've, I've fucked myself with a freaking icicle that I found outside. <laughs> <laughs> But when I do, uh, I used to live in the cold country. When I do my Uber rides uh, on promotional nights, I'll give away the uh, the glow stick necklaces. Glow stick. <laughs> uh, what kind of a weirdo has glow sticks in their house? So, but anyway, I've got. A I've got those stick. rabbit ears. That I was going to reach down, but from the Exotica, the, the booth that sells the the funny rabbit ears. I was giving them my my daughters, my grandson. I'm giving them rabbit ears. He doesn't know that like a million porn stars, including his grandfather, is wearing them. But <laughs> this ear sticks a little more. <laughs> um, yeah, that that would be tough for the person. You know, I mean, and it would be hard not. To, and and, you, and there's no there's no rule that says you can't copy somebody else. Um, I, I wouldn't. I think copy it's them. just more so trying to find different ideas that you don't see a lot. To just catch people's attention. Right, right. But that that would be um, that'd be the tough thing is getting the attention of of your fan base. I mean, yeah. They say, well, I'd, I'd look at Raven, but she's not working with a glow stick. You know, it's like, oh man, you know. So that's I, it. Yeah. That could be the make or break. <laughs> you could. One of the best ways to get attention, I would think, is if. You talk to your audience and they find out you, you can do anything after they have a connection with you. Yeah. Once they feel a connection with you, you can pull one out. You don't have, you can do whatever you want to do because that might be the carrot and stick. But once they know you and then they feel they know you and, and a good fan understands there's a separation, but they also understand that you're sincere. That's that's when you can explode literally. And so can they. But a bump but the, you know what I mean. Once you're you, that, that I think that works the best. I, I always felt that way. The truth comes through better than the bullshit. Right. You go around there and you see uh, you know, Trump's broad or whatever. I mean, stands there, put, barely puts their arm around a fan's shoulder or something like that. Yeah. I had to tell her what I did for a living before I got a smile out of her face. Yeah, I, mean, I walked up. <laughs> I walked up to Stormy with uh, two hundred twenty dollars worth of shit. And she looked at me like I farted in church. So, yeah, I mean, so you know, you stuff the president. You're lucky. But the thing is, if, if but most of them are good. Like Mickey Lynn is, I, I love her to death. This is a, a girl that she, she's a businesswoman, but she adores her fans that are that treat her properly and treat themselves properly. So once you get to know them, you can then you find the glow sticks, you do whatever you want. And I, I agree, Patrick, you can mirror anybody, go to the sites and you're seeing you change pictures or I'll do the same things. I mean, how much can you do? It's a human body. What the hell can you do? You know, 
drop a, what was Don Rickles said, I'm going to drop, drop my pants and fire a rocket. I mean, what, what can you do? <laughs> yeah. Now, how many people in your, I don't know how big your town is, but do people know what you do in your town? Um, well, not so much my town. I don't know very many people where I live. Um, I have had the issue where people I went to high school with have found me. And they will Facebook my personal Facebook, and they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, what? What? This is amazing. Um, now, where I bartend, I bartend an hour away from where I live. Most of the people there know about it because I'm a firm believer of being who you are. I don't hide it. I, my whole family knows. I've, you know, I'm married. His whole family knows. Because it's important yeah. to me for people to hear from me versus finding out from other people, especially doing this. Like I, I, my parents would be disappointed hearing it from somebody else. Um, so that's my biggest thing is I, I do it one because I enjoy it Two, I like being around people that are capable and like not judged for being who they are and doing what they do. And like the bar I work at, we do, you know, drag shows. We're friendly to everybody. Like I work with trans people, you know, a lot of gay and bi people come in there and it's just like a huge place of love. And that's what I love about it. Because I, I, I was curious if anybody at the bar, you know, uh, 1.30 in the morning before closing them, hey, I'll make a scene with you. Oh, all the time. I There's this one guy that comes in and he's like, 100 bucks, we'll make content. I'm like, oh, honey, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or you know, just tell them, okay, drop your pants in front of all your buddies here and get a hard on. Let's go right now. Yeah, yeah. try doing that. Try, and especially drunk. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> of course, when I used to drink vodka, I could pound railroad now, railroad spice, but anyway, <laughs> I can't pound any bucks. 1972, 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> But since, and since you brought it up, uh, since you said you were married, had a husband, what is his role? Does he do any camera work or what is, what is his role in, in anything you do? Nope. He is just my, my rock, my support. Um, he typically goes with me when I travel like to Exotica and stuff, just cause he wants the fanboy over all the girls. Um, and he doesn't like, he's had opportunities to come with me on sets and everything. And he doesn't want a part of it. He said, it's your thing. I don't want to make you uncomfortable. I get like, it. You do you. He said, I just want to watch it when it hits. He's like, oh, he's like, I don't want anything else. But and I love I my wife. That's huge. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, you're uh, fine. I, I, just, I go through that. Yeah. Go ahead. It's just a huge respect thing, like for us and our relationship and, he knows I'm going to do this as a business and not for pleasure, basically. Right. And that's, <laughs> that has to be a big thing because, it, I mean, uh, wife and I did today talk about trust issues and, and you know, if she said, if, if there's any doubt that you weren't going, if you're going to go to Exotica for anything but just the entertainment value, then we'd have to have a talk about it. But I'm just there for the entertainment value and helping you all trying to herd fucking cats in our booth. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we have six ladies at Chicago. I wouldn't give your job to a monkey on a rock. Yeah. I mean, somebody <laughs> says, ah, you know, people ought to pay you for this. I said, fuck, I, I wouldn't do it for money. I, I, I hate doing it for free. I mean, I wouldn't wish this job on anybody, but <laughs> I know that when I do it and when people put their trust in me, 
I'll do it right or I'll do my, do it my best. And so uh, I think that uh, with all the imperfections we may have had in Chicago, at the end of the day, we did a pretty damn good job of, of wrangling the booth and uh, getting along. We had one group photo that, and I told uh, uh, Jason, after that group photo's taken, I don't give a fuck who shows up. That's <laughs> on them. We had one gal make a lot of money in that booth, a veteran uh, porn star. And if the other girls are pissed off at that, well, they didn't sit there long enough then. She sat there damn near the entire time. Yeah. And she was one of the most famous porn stars in the day. I mean, top, like on the top 10, I'd say top five, maybe yeah. top three. Mount Rushmore porn. Yeah. Mount Rushmore. She'd be up there. And uh, she she sat there like a trooper. Her husband got sick one day and he left. And um, she'd take probably a, every couple hours she'd get take a you know a little bit of a break and, and she'd be right back at it. And and that kind of dedication to the craft is you know part of what it takes. So yes, that there and bitch that shows you, you the type of person they are like and why they do it. Yeah, I mean, and she had a lot to sell. She had posters and. And DVDs and bookends. I got a set of her bookends down there that she gave me. And uh, uh, yeah, so she's she's big on marketing, and and she sat her ass in the booth the entire time and worked it. So um, uh, now you gals at the my free cams, were you kind of rotated? Did you have shifts, or do you have shifts, or when? What's the the working routine there? No, we can just come and go as we please. Um... Unfortunately for Miami, I had to, I had scheduled myself way more than I should have. Um, so I didn't get the time to get back there and really cam cam like I would like to. Um, but I did get a lot of work in. So, I mean, it was kind of like a win-win, uh, I guess, kind of. Way. <laughs> but I just more so walked around in Miami and, and just kind of looked at everybody and I was, I don't know, Miami wasn't, the. I thought last year Miami was better than it was this year it's like a party you go look in the corner and you see a couple kissing and you go home and you tell your wife or whatever it was a good party and you see people bickering it wasn't for me i had to me it was one of the best because i got to network with a lot of people and certain people in the industry that i knew a little bit i i got to know more and it translated into work too like i i, I presented an award for it's not coming up until September, but they wanted a pre-tape, and I was asked to present an award for ASN uh, Lifestyles. So you got, I got to know a lot of people. And then I'm not there looking for money at this state of the game. I'm there to help friends out and have fun. But what's happening is it's getting the, the name recognition. That was That's why he said the very beginning, Sean, was then, and he's going now because my wife's upstairs, and she knows I go to these things. But... She's an ostrich with that. This is your thing. I don't want to. And that, you know, people, I'm sex positive too. But if they don't want to know, there's a reason behind it. So they don't want to know. I asked my wife, okay, you know, come, please, I want you to come meet these people. And it's not a bunch of sluts screwing all the time. It's a bunch of sluts afterwards screwing all the time. <laughs> that joke. And, I, and, 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 and she's just more comfortable at this state in her life too. It's your thing. You put the Sean hat on and do it, and, that, and that's cool. Maybe someday she'll come there. But on the, on the side, she went to Disney World with Mickey Lynn and her husband and me as Mickey's other name. Mm -hmm. So she just separates it. And um, part of me wishes she didn't, but that's 
for a shrink later on down the line because I'm proud of what I do. I'm proud of what I did. And when I was young, I wasn't proud of it. It was a different time. So I'm, I'm very uh, glad to hear your story, Raven, because you're maybe it's these kids today. They're just proud. I mean, they don't give a fuck. And I think that's commendable. Just be that way. The family knows, the in-laws know, you don't like it. You know, well, if you're looking at it, you know me, you said some people know, well, then you're looking at it. So I hope you're having a good time. So that's pretty cool. So don't I get cheap and pay for it. That's right, babe. Tell those fuckers at the bar, hey, yeah, you want to spend $100, let's go. Here's the website. And let's face it, who doesn't like when a stranger, I don't care who you are, pays or wants to look at you and, 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 and get aroused by you. I mean, if you say that's not cool, I'm not saying it's the biggest, it's the only thing in your mind, you got to know life. But if that's cool and you don't think so, there's something wrong with you. People are calling you up. People are uh, going online for you to watch you give them something that gives them pleasure. That's, that's, a, that's a win-win for both. I think it's pretty cool. So give me a number and I'll look you up. <laughs> <laughs> It was just when when I went to um, Exotica in Miami last year, it was just a different vibe than Chicago. That it wasn't better, it wasn't worse. It was just a different vibe, and we had fun. We sat there and had the after little after party we had with a group of of our friends, Sean and, and a group of our friends. Uh, it was the same after parties we had in Chicago with a group of our friends. And anymore, that's the main reason I go is to see my friends. My wife says. That she says, well, and my wife used to go and she says, you know, Pat, they just haven't made any new products to stick in my asshole that I, I want to shop. <laughs> <laughs> she you know, Pat, to Raven's point, I think there was a few more tire kickers, though, in, in Miami. I'll say that. I think there was more looky-loos than really get. And, and when you're in a Mindfree cam or a, a chatterbait, it's even harder there because it's a group situation. And they're looking, and they're taking pictures from here. And they're afraid. You got to learn. I think it was a little lighter. The weather, the rain, a little bit sometimes. I think slowed up some, uh, you know, some some days. So I, I can see where last year. Looking at last year, I think is business wise. I think it it was better. I think it was better last year business wise, and the vibe I think was better mm -hmm. for me personally. This was, but for the the industry, I think. I think you're right. Miami was better last year. Chicago, to me, is still one of the best. I love Chicago. Yeah. I agree. Chicago is my favorite one. I can drive there. <laughs> yeah, 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 we can. Patrick, yeah. And I, I fly there because it's like 45 minutes, and I was taking a bunch of shit. And anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, really, from from your neck of the woods, you could drive there. And it's no big deal. Uh, just right. pay the minute parking. Well, what's the show me state? Missouri. 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 Okay, I got. I you. actually grew up in Illinois, but not nowhere near Chicago. <laughs> You know the lottery winner? <laughs> Wish, dang it. I was pushing Man. away my lottery tickets from me at the bar. I was like, come on, get your mega millions. One <laughs> fucking person won a billion four hundred million. Are you one? Yeah. My God. God, if I'd have won that, I'd have buy a lot of porn. I'd have had, <laughs> right. I'd have had, I'd have had uh, Desiree Cousteau and I'd have had uh, uh, Lisa What's Your Face on this show too. They'd have been they'd have been instant millionaires. <laughs> this will be the most popular podcast on the on the planet. I just rake in the guests. But uh, so, Raven, let's talk about going forward and 2022 and 2023 and 2024 down the road. What's in store for you? So 
2022, I'm super excited about because I will be going to my first AVNs. I do not care what it takes. I am going. I'm so excited for that. I have high expectations for it just because there's going to be so many, like, I'm excited to meet so many people that's going to be there. Um, so I, I think 2022 is going to be amazing. Um, I plan to hopefully be working with a couple more companies. I met with one while I was in Miami, which went very well. Um, so I'm hoping that everything just continues to grow, to just continue to grow, to just keep growing from here. And I'm, I've got, I'm going to have more time in the next month to put a lot more my time into it. I'm going to like full force the ravenness. I'm going to gung-ho it. That's my plan. <laughs> that's, and, and that's part of the problem. And part of the, the choices is you don't have to you have to work, take a special set amount of time and work on the business of you. Right. Um, you got to do the business. You got to do the back end work, uh, some of the accounting work. And it, it, that's a process. I mean, for me too, and, and probably for Sean, you've got to work on the business, in the business and not on the business. Um, or vice well, versa. I don't use anybody. Like I am specifically myself. And that's why whenever I do travel, I do like to have my, my significant other with me because if somebody is crossing in line, which happened while in Miami, he had to step in and be like, hey, listen, like, she's not interested. You need to move on, like, wow. at that point. Because I'm just, I'm too nice of a person, which is not good. <laughs> but it's like. And that's what really, well, I see. Doing that. it yourself and, and um, not, you know, hiring somebody to promote. And you've got 34000 That That's pretty damn good. I mean, a lot of people on here, big, uh, well, I'm not going to name names, but. 8,000, 10,000, 12,000, 34,000 into your own admission, it kind of half-assing it, it ebbs and flows, you might be doing the bartending, then you come back to this, and it's, I get that. So if you hard charge it, go to the ABN, get your face out there, get your tits out there, get out there more, talk to people, just be out there, you that 34, hit 50 quick, and then more, and then then you got what, then there's the problem, then, then you've got to maybe you got to take care of business then right. business, you know, then it's business. and and i saw more groping in miami this year just from people that i had seen in chicago if i take a picture of somebody i might not ask him permission if i can put my arm around him because that's kind of assumed when you're going to take a picture but this groping bullshit uh that uh, let's say that let's say that you and i are going to take a picture together i'm gonna pay you twenty dollars and I say, can I grab your boobs? And you say, yes. So I stand behind you going, eh, and that's fine. The next guy may not know that you and I talked about that. So he walks okay. up, eh, no, that is not acceptable. No. I, I saw guys kissing girls. That is way out of line uh, for me personally. You don't, I don't kiss you. That, that's, if, if there's a kiss involved, that's a fee. And I still don't want, you don't want my germs on you, and I don't want your germs on me, and it's COVID time, and no way. That's unacceptable. And I think that there's a few guys, I, I think that the security has to step it up a little bit more in Miami, because I saw way too much of that shed. Did you? But you evidently did. Yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. I've, um, I'm in a few chats with other girls from my free cams. And I have heard some horror stories of things that have happened with, with 
actually one was with security person one had like there's a person that comes to all the exoticas that is not allowed to come near the my free cams booth anymore um <clears throat> they just cross the line and it's it's unacceptable and the fact that people think it's okay is is terrible i wish it on, i'd have known that because when i was in the bathtub uh the, the swimming pool that Mickey and Corlin had, and that girl came over, that sexy redhead came over and sat on my lap and started making out with me and said, come to the gangbang tonight. I probably shouldn't have done <laughs> but I did. It was a hell of a gangbang, but I was tested. But and there's the, a girl that, that, that was true that all that happened, but the truth is you're behind plastic, though. You're, you, my free cams, you're not sitting out on an open booth, right? You have right. to think. So it's a little different. They can't get up to her and do that. Um, if you recall, because I know like Chatterbait too, you're behind, I think you're, be, I know you're behind, I think it's a panel of glass or plastic, if I recall. Yeah, so like Chatterbait's is like more divided, which is nice. And like yeah, every yeah, yeah. is nice because it's, you've got something dividing you from people and it's up right. to the girls if they want to turn their cams around and be towards the people. But like if you're out there shaking your ass, I mean, you got to, you know, you're going to expect somebody's going to attempt to smack it. At some point, yeah. somebody's going to smack your ass. It's an ass, but yeah. it's still not acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it's not, and 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 seriously, it, it's not. It's 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 an age thing. I mean, with I I see there's people that are you so raw in the business that really I wouldn't with respect to Annie Sprinkle and what I said before. Maybe they started the business a week ago and then they ended up there somehow, and they're doing stuff on the floor and pulling things over and and. It's kind of making the rest of it because all of a sudden it's like a free fall, like a school of fish, like, oh, this is what it's like? And no, because you have people from the golden age dressed up and like sake of sign of things, and you have your chatterbait, you have your My Free Camps people that have been there for years doing this, and then, you know, some 80-pound broad is sitting on the floor getting raped, and, you know, so yeah, but that's not the norm. That's not really how it's supposed to go. I didn't see all that or hear that much about that to be honest with you but was it going on was that was this like a thing uh i didn't see like stuff I, going I, I saw a few uh just in the pictures i saw from various people who posted them yeah oh okay like, you know did you did you ask to kiss her <laughs> no i just did no way no, <laughs> oh, sure. I oh sure. i know if what you're talking about the, yeah if she did the 20-man gangbang the night before i still don't give a shit Right. Uh, well, we both said, you, you pay me. I mean, I've told yeah. CJ, that, pay yeah. me. You kiss me. You pay. If I say yes to whatever you're about to do, fuck you, pay me. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's case closed. Pay me. And, and I think you know that. You, you, you don't, don't be given freebies away. That's just that such make a them Make them earn it. So will you be at uh, the X3 uh, event in Los Angeles? It's a week after Exotica's stupid planning. By everybody involved. But anyway, do you think you'll be at X3? I am not planning on going, no. Okay. Or now, do you do XBiz as well? I did go to XBiz. Um, I was reached out by Miss Nerdy Dirty. Um, she cams for Chatterbait. We've become really good friends. Met at Exotica last year in Chicago. Amazing, amazing woman. Um, and she got nominated for award. Um, she actually won. Super excited for her. Uh, so I went with her to XBiz. Um, we actually had a really good time. I would definitely go back next year. That would be in the one in Miami or the one in LA? 
the one in Miami. Okay, okay. Because they're doing one in LA right after Exotica, right during X3 is XBiz woven into the middle of it. And I it, personally, I try not to travel after October. Between November and the end of December, it's full force. I got my birthday, family time. Right, right. Too much stuff going on. And then this year, I'm going to be focusing on the AVN stuff and and getting out there for that. I don't understand the logic behind having, well, two things. A, Exotica in December. You want to buy the kid a toy. Well, now I'm going to spend it on some titties. And B... (laughs) When, when you've blown all your money for Christmas stuff and loaded up the credit card, what do you have left in January to spend? I mean, yeah. yes, it's a new year, but January is a tough credit card month for a lot of people. Um, yeah. And, I don't know what they're thinking either, Patrick. I really don't. Uh, it's like you said, you got Christmas, you got Exotica, you got uh, x you got ABN. You got it all. You got to travel for a month and rent a hotel. I mean, it, it doesn't make yeah. sense. Oh, yeah, the it. Vegas, all the Vegas hotels are really yeah. fucked with EVN. Oh man, that's bad. And it's just you know you almost have to be with a friend or a a, a travel companion that can split the room a little bit. I mean, it's, right. you can afford it if you want to, but man, eight hundred bucks for a room in Chicago is just tough. It is. If I was to go to one that wasn't exact, I'd go to AVN just for the history of it, just to see what it was like again, just to see. I went in uh, twenty fifteen and. Uh, if I ever go again, okay. If not, eh, okay. I'm not. It's not like the old days, I no. guess. No, it's not. <laughs> not like the olden days. But because <laughs> I got the bonus plan was I got during AVN there was uh, on that Friday night was Legends of Erotica, Bill Margold's little presentation, and that's where I met Herschel for the first time, Veronica Hart, <laughs> Long Jean Silver, Richard Pacheco, um, all the the whole the whole hee haw gang was there. It's like, oh my god. So, Do you know any of these names? Raven? I don't. I'm just like smiling. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, okay. But anyway, well, I, Raven, I tell you what, I'm I'm so glad you made time for us, and uh, it's it's great that you were here. I look forward to all the the best in the future. Give me a couple of links. I'm gonna put them, write them down. I'll put them in our post show wrap up. Where can we find you at? So my Twitter is Raven underscore Bell Four. My Instagram is raven.bell4. And then OnlyFans is onlyfans.com backslash ravenbell1. Okay. Are you, are you on any other, um, do you have a, like a, a MyFreeCams uh, site as well too? Um, you can find me on my free cams. It's the same. It's the Raven Bell Four. Okay. I try to keep them all the same. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. And some people do the link link tree, uh, bind a link tree, and then that goes to there, and then you can list them all and <laughs> click, 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 and, and have a little little icon at the bottom that says "Send me a gift," and then you have your Amazon wish list there. So yes, buy <laughs> me all the things. <laughs> There you go. Well, again, Raven, I certainly appreciate you being with us. I know some of our crowd kind of thinned out, but the main people who want to be here are here. So uh, thanks to Sean as well for hanging in there as well, too. And and Raven, we'll talk to you down the road. We'll hopefully see you at Exotic in Chicago. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. New Jersey. Take care, Raven. See you in New Jersey, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah. All right. 
Tune in next week again for another edition of Jizz Talking. You can find us on Twitter at Jizz Talking. We'll see you next week.